right, here we are, Cheap Thought Podcast, that's Ben, I'm Brent, and uh, I guess we're going to talk about last time we had a challenge. We did. Yeah, no complaining for seven days. Now, my question for you is, were you successful? <laughs> that's good. I tried, man. but I, I didn't want to complain about anything. I mean, I really don't want to complain, and sometimes you realize how natural that becomes. When you try not to do something, and you go, man, do I really complain that much? I try not to. I try to be content with, you know. But I guess there are some legitimate things you could complain about, you know. If you stub your toe, it's natural to go, ah, whatever, you know. But, uh, I mean, uh, complained about some things at work. Complained about some things uh, at home. Um. You know, I mean, we're truck drivers. We see all, we get all this adversity. I mean, you're going to complain when somebody cuts you off, and you're like, man, I'm in a, I've got 80,000 pounds. I'm going to kill these people or something. Why did they do what they did? Why did they do it? I don't have those thoughts. You don't have those no, thoughts? I don't have those cheap thoughts. You but, need to work on that. That's a different challenge right there. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it is a challenge. I'm going to continue to try that, and I think maybe we come back to that sometime, but but there's a lot of tension in the world. I mean, whether it be, we, we all have, uh, you know, most of us have a routine with our jobs. We have a routine how we do our laundry, clean our house, mower, yard, cook our food at home or whatever. So my question for you is, how well do you think you achieved that challenge? I'm sure you tried. So if you had to rate yourself between 1 and 10, how well did you do? If I, I know I was getting some good sleep. So I know there was times I, I didn't complain. In my okay, so what? you definitely didn't complain at least eight, how, eight how, or nine hours. Eight or, oh, you get eight or nine. Wow. Sometimes, so no, no, no. A few times, like during the week, maybe five or six, five and a half hour. Nine, so. Well, how did you do that? Well, <laughs> for a moment there, I was thinking I should lie. And then I was thinking, you know what? What's the point of the line? Because then you won't even trust me. <clears throat> I tried my best every day not to complain, but uh, unfortunately, I failed big time. And, but I did catch myself a lot of times not complaining. So there's a, quite a few times where I naturally would have complained, which I normally wouldn't have thought I was complaining about. And I just stopped myself because I'm like, oh, I want to keep this challenge. And then when I felt it, I'm like, well, I'm going to keep on doing my best. But because of life circumstances and going through different things, that we might be able to open up a little bit more. But uh, just little things got me in trouble with myself where I felt like, you know what, I'm complaining. I need to stop. So all in all, I think I did, uh, I got a 7 out of 10 because I tried really hard. Maybe, maybe just the thought of attempting it and then trying to attempt it, it probably does us some good because it makes us think about something, you know, different about life. We're not just going through stuff. Man, I was definitely more conscious about it, and that conscious. made a difference. Yeah. Conscious. I think a lot of people walk around without being conscious sometimes. I know. In a zone. A lot of times when I'm driving, I'm not even conscious. I just go through the routines. <laughs> 
And you drive a gas truck. Like, yeah. Bad nobody's <laughs> listening to us except for you. You only blow up once, they say, Ben. So, if, I mean, if you blow it up, you know, you're probably going to take some people with you. I mean, if you go out in a blaze of glory. I don't know about the glory. Glory sounds great, but I don't think it applies. <laughs> uh, boom. So, um, are we going to um, leave our, our challenge for at the end of the podcast, or are we going to leave it right now? What do you think? Well. And, um, and before you mention that, I just want everybody who wants to participate in this podcast, go ahead and... Uh, Send us an email to the cheap thought twenty twenty three at gmail.com. Cheap thought twenty twenty three at gmail.com. And let us know how you did and we'll go ahead and we'll read it and we'll respond. We'll look forward to that. Yes, we will. And we'll try not to complain about your letter if, even if you guys beat us or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we want to hear your stories as well and uh we'll sure talk about that. And I do think that we do have another challenge today for this podcast and that's what we're going to save for the end. So, so, oh, so we're going to save it to the end. Hold tight. Nice. Hold we're gonna, we've got a good challenge this week. Nice. It's all your idea, Ben. Yeah, it is. He's, this is all about his and, and what he tries to do with his, um, his, his life, some, some of his passion. So that'll be good. I need a challenge like that. I think I can do pretty well <clears throat> with that. And, and, so, and I think after some time, we try the no complaining again. I think we can do better than what we did this time. Sure. So every challenge is, <laughs> they challenge us differently. And those are things that we can be either more conscious of, we can grow from, we can learn, self-improvement to be better people, better fathers, better husbands, better men. Better friends. Better example, better friend. Definitely. So... It's all about putting more love out in the world, more positivity. So, anyways. Well, that's good. This is, um, this is our uh, second recording podcast, and um, that's the way we're kicking it off. And uh, hold tight. I've got a trucker story for you. It's going to be good. There's a lot of uh, angry people in the world. It seems like more today than just about any time. I mean, I know we're not in like full-blown war or world war, but people seem to just walk around angry. They want to find something to be mad about. It's unbelievable at times. And I know, I mean, everyone has some type of issues with anger. At some point in the day, something's upsetting you. And you're like, man, you know, why does that anger me so much? Somebody said something, somebody did something, something's disrespectful, something he thinks dishonorable. And we're like, what do I do? How am I going to handle this anger? Anger. I don't want to be angry. And I think sometimes it has its place. It's, it's place, you know, we want... Um, to be heard about something that has upset us. But I do think sometimes we get a little sensitive and we have to realize that there are things in life that are tough. There are people that are not going to agree with us, agree with our life, agree with what we do, what we say, how we dress, the cars we drive, the work we do, 
the companies we work for. They're not going to agree with religious things, political things. But to be angry, does that really make a change? Does that really say, hey, I've plead my case? I mean, anger is just a passion um, from an emotion that really does, does no one any good. I've never heard of or seen someone act logically when they're angry. Logic is usually thrown out the window when you do something because you are angry. And so I think most of us would like to act logically. Logic thinking, it helps. It helps to build structure in our life. It helps with our finances. It helps us to work towards things that are better our life and make things easy. When things are a little bit easier, really, do we have a reason to be angry? So today, I want to talk. Um, I want to talk about how we're managing. It. I want to hear from you as well. Make sure you send us an email: the cheap thought twenty twenty three at gmail dot com. Let us know. Let Ben and I know. We we enjoy reading. Um, emails, especially talking about this show, but we want to know about um, what you're thinking and how you're handling stress, what's making you angry, and really, should you should you be angry about what you're angry about? Um, ben, um, what, do you, what do you do when you're angry? I mean, do you ever think that when you're angry that you have, um, that you make logical decisions when you're angry? Say half the time I don't. Half the time. So tell me the times that you do make logical decisions from anger. I can see it building up. And then, for instance, let's say if uh, I'm in a parking lot and somebody's honking the horn or being really rude, and I, I know they're trying to get a response out of me, and I'm like, you know what? I'm here, got to be professional, it's all right. So I just go up to them. Sometimes I have to go up to them and tell them what's going on. Like, hey, I'm here to deliver fuel. You're parked over the drops. I need you to move out of the way because the store is out of fuel and they need it. Or all these people at the pumps are going to be really upset with you because you'd rather have a pissing contest with and I'm yeah. like, now's not the time or the place. I can get the cops and a tow truck over here. We can go down that route. But mm-hmm. I'd rather not. I'd rather you. I know you're pissed off or you're upset that I'm here. You need to move. And they're yelling and they're cursing. They're, they're really upset. They want me to do something. And I'm like, no. And I've had people want to pick fights with me. Like uh, one story where I was at a store and this uh how did i was waiting forever to be able to get in there and i was finally able to get in and it's at a inter- busy intersection and so i pulled in and i pulled up right next to this pickup truck that was all souped up lifted and they were as far away from the pump as physically possible you could literally put a car in between their truck and the pump and then they just stretched out the the pump hose to get to it it didn't make any sense why they did what they did. And so to get in there, I pulled up right next to him. And what I mean right next to him, 
they couldn't open their door without banging my truck. A person couldn't. I actually got out of the passenger side because it was too close to their pickup truck. And then the store was like nearly like maybe 20 minutes away from running out of fuel. And so I got out, put the, the cones out, and I started delivering fuel. And this man and his friend, or brother, I don't know, but the the other man was looked like uh, he was in his uh, fatigues in the military. And I don't want to tell you just because I don't want to be pissing off anybody, but we only have Navy bases around here, so I don't know what else to call out. <laughs> if I, you I'm think re- of I, Corpus Christi. Corpus, I was just about to mention Corpus Christi, and while you're telling that story, I just noticed your hat and Ben's wearing a hat that says whiskey helps. <laughs> so, oh, you just read it? <laughs> and that's nice. So, well, I mean, we, so this guy, have ways so of he came out and they're like, you need mm. to move your truck. And I'm like, I'm not moving. Once I'm done delivering, I'll move. And they're like, I can't even like, and I was like, you can get in the driver's side and you can pull forward and the other person can get in the passenger side. And that guy's like, no, you need to move now. And I'm like, and he was like three, he's probably like, I'm 5'11 and a half. This guy's at least 6'7. He's built like a brick house. Like, he looked yeah. like he was a bodybuilder, like just yeah. stoic, like huge. And he was in his fatigues. He looked mean and green. And uh, he was like, You're going to move it. And I'm like, No, that ain't going to happen. Oh, wow. I didn't, I didn't care if he was yelling at me, you know. And he was cursing and yelling. And I'm like, No wonder every, like, why so many people outside of this country hate the U.S. if you're one of our representatives out there. And he got so mad, he kicked one of my cones across the parking lot. And I'm like, you're just proving my point, brother. And, oh, my, 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 my. Uh, he was so mad. And he was up. And I was like, you want to tell me your, your sergeant's name? And, uh, and, uh, and I read his, his, uh, his, his last name on there. I was like, you want to tell me your sergeant, uh, your your commanding officer's name? And he was just like, mm, he, and he didn't say nothing. He just got in. Uh, his friend moved up the truck. He got in, and then they took off. And I'm just like, I'm not here to fight. Like, he wanted me to fight. Like, no. So that I was mean, just he's one a, he's thing. He's a trained fighter. He's ready. For yeah. Fighting. And I wasn't ready for that. I played a lot of sports. And, and later on, as we do these podcasts, I have a lot of stories. like Well, similar to that. Sports, there's tension, especially if you're in a tight game, and uh, you know you have people watching your games that are agging on some of the commotion in the game. But that's that's crazy. See, you made a good good decision. I mean, I don't think that was one. That wasn't out of reacting from anger. I mean, well, you that was somebody broke. else's anger. Oh, but I got gotcha. you. They were trying to piss I, me off. I, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as far as angry, you didn't allow it to affect you that way. No. You, but you were like, "Hey, you need to." Yeah, but I really to wanted to fight. Way. On the other it's, hand, I was like, "I love the bigger model. they are, the harder they fall." That's my. You were model. up for the challenge. Like, like when that. I was a kid, I was a scrapper. You know, like, hey, I don't. Hey, I'm, even if you whooped you, go you got a few good licks in. You're like, yeah. Nah, well, I know there's definitely a weight class difference, but I'm like, how skilled is he really? Mm. There's a lot of people that they're not that well trained. That's, you may be right, but hey, I don't know. Um, size, he's had training. He's probably in pretty good you know, physical he shape. He's in pretty good physical shape, but unless he, he has any. And marching. Unless he has any martial arts training, the only thing they're good trained at is shooting. As far as hand to hand, they're not the best. So yeah. it all depends how many competencies. Hey, that's really our U.S. To. military. Kids. Uh, 
<laughs> but anyways, <laughs> I don't want to talk about those stories. No, I hear. I mean, there's levels of all types of people. Um, but yeah, that's what I was, uh, you know, saying. So much tension. We do live in Corpus Christi, beautiful Corpus Christi. That's where we're recording this podcast. And um, I love the city. I love. Um, in Texas, by the way. In Texas, Corpus Christi, the crystal city by the sea or something. Some people call it the sunshine city. But um, our murder rate in this town is like the highest. Maybe it's ever been. A couple weeks ago, just at a uh, a nightclub down the street from where I live, I was getting up that morning to go to work, and I heard gunshots. And a couple days later, the next day, I read, an article, 20-year-old dead, shot multiple times, uh, multiples of times. Um, there's been so many shootings, stabbings, so many. Um, people are just angry. I know those are young young people. Young people shouldn't be angry. I don't know why young people. I mean, I don't know. They're, they're upset with their home life. Maybe there's too many options. There's too I think many. there's too many hormones glaring off. And you know, I they hear, don't know how to deal with those. Well, I mean, that's always, do you think that's coming from our food, the things we eat? I think it's just young and dumb and full of. But, you know, I've heard of other times when when times were tough and say, you didn't know if you were going to get two meals, three meals a day, maybe one, and you were really thankful for that. You didn't have time to be angry at somebody else or be concerned whether, um, you know, whether so-and-so was saying something about you or whatever and so um, yeah and the reactions how people are reacting so aggressively I mean we, we hear of all these shootings in schools and shootings and and uh, the bullying the bullying and and people are just taking this stuff so so crazy when I think um, you know it's a lack of gratitude it, to me that's why I I think because I think if people were really gracious and thankful, if they looked around what they have, because I think I think we live in such a spoiled society. We're spoiled that you know when we're having anger, um, we think we need to act on that, do something about it. And there's so many more alternatives, so many more alternatives. I mean, meditating, prayer. If you're if you're involved in a you know, a, a nonprofit organization, a church, or a place where um, you're helping others, I think uh, maybe we see a different light about uh, who we are with anger. And I know the challenge, you know, we were talking about the challenge that we tried about the complaining, and maybe that sprung from some of that. But one thing is that, um, I, I mean, I just truly believe there's no logic there's no logical reactions from anger when an individual is angry. You, they just do not react logically. Anyway, what are your thoughts on that? Ben? I think meditation is really good. That helps. Honestly, my way to relax or cool down is to watch something on Netflix, TV, or especially a game on my phone. Just get on there. Just try to take that because I don't want to react in the emotions. 
So what I want to do is take a moment, play a little like uh, I'm on Clash Royale. So I'll jump on that game, play it, or Call of Duty, play it for a game, and then just afterwards think about it. So I just need to separate myself. I need that distance for a second, like to space out. And then I can think a little bit better about it without being so emotionally attached to it. Meditation works, but to me, I can only do that at home, like almost like in a quote unquote safe space, you know, where I don't have to worry about anything else around me. But uh, if I'm out on the go or anything, I'll just like anything that ticks me off or where I feel like I'm going to get angry. I'll be like, you know what? I can step back. I can step away from this not engage and just think about something else put my focus on something else because i know the thing that i don't need to do is engage or continue down that path i know every circumstance is different i might be thinking about things that are trivial something i don't need to react to obviously there's bigger things that you do need to react to with sometimes with force sometimes with just thinking things through Solving the problem. I was, so problem I was sensing anger, being angry about something the other day. And I told my wife, I said, um, you know, it's a big deal to me. But really, we pick our own battle. You know, is it worth picking that battle for that or doing something? You know, doing something. Yeah, I was going to ask you, have you ever, I mean, I'm sure you do. You've known people, maybe friend, family, or just know of someone. But it seems like they're just angry all the time. You know somebody? I mean, it's just like, how do you just soak yourself in this anger and live like that? It's like, really? Are you really that angry? Now, are they angry or they're just negative? Because when, I don't know somebody who's angry all the time, but you do meet people that are negative, negative all the time. Negative, yeah. So I think negative would be a better classification. Or they're ready to be angry. They're ready to be angry. So they're ready. <laughs> like, there's some people that are like uh passive aggressive so they're negative but they're not going to ever act on it and then there's other people that that we know or that people know in general that they're negative all the time and they're just waiting to be angry about something so they can jump on board or they can get into a fight or they can do something because and i think a lot of times i look at them as children they're not thinking before they speak they're not um, thinking about their behavior or the consequences that could come, that could uh, take place. So that's why people make major mistakes and end up in jail because they don't have control over their emotions. They're, they don't think before they act. And you really got to like, okay, you got to weigh things out, the pros and cons. How important is this? Do I need to be involved? Do I need to actually put my time and energy into this? Or can I defuse it and just say, hey, take it easy. You're like, hey, calm down. Like, just because somebody challenges you doesn't mean you need to challenge them back. Yeah. I think it shows the level of maturity because you know the levels that you can take things to. They might not know it. Or they might, you might not know the levels that they're willing to take things through. You might be like, oh, I'll just puff my chest up. And I'll bark back, and this guy's gonna back da- uh, back down. Well, what if that? What if that guy's not willing? Maybe he's ready to pop something off. You just you don't know. 
So guess what? It's not worth it unless I, you need to. I always think, and this I could, we could say this for another podcast, but I always think there's a resentment in someone from maybe their past, and the rest of their life is so affected by that. It's like they couldn't get over something, and uh, you know they lack in that forgiveness, and then that anger just stays, and or that negativity. It's like they're soaked into that, and so you know nothing's fair in life. Well, we know that, but there's also fun. I mean, my goodness, you know, you can't go have fun and be angry. I just, not my, some people may find that, you know, fighting could be fun, I guess. Yeah. I, it's not my cup of tea. I don't <laughs> Sometimes it's I, enjoyable. But other times, just to make the person laugh, it throws them off guard and they're like, and then they realize how ridiculous they are. Now, can you make fun of them while they're acting? It all depends on the situation. Sure. But if uh, you can make them take their mind off of it for a second, and see how they're behaving, there's a good chance that they might be like, you know what? I need it. They need to calm down. They might not give you the apology you want, but it's all right. You know, they don't owe you anything and you don't owe them anything. And you definitely don't need to owe your time. And it depends what you prioritize in life. Do you, pri- do you pride yourself in being the man and not letting anybody challenge you, not let anybody disrespect you? Or do you like, you know what, I got higher, I got, my goals are higher, my priorities are higher, like, they're not, they're not worth my, if I get in, if I get in a fight, if I go to jail, that could jeopardize my career. How does that affect my family? Mm. You know, so I got to think, is it worth it? No, it's not. Yeah. They're not worth my time. And so does that make them, mean I'm better than them? Well, my family is better than them, so... I don't beep about them. So well, we take it wrong. This is a cheap thought podcast. Cheap thought podcast. Speaking speaking of anger <laughs> and anger management, I always um, this is this is our trucker story of the of trucker the podcast. story of the week. Yeah. <laughs> so here we go. Um, speaking of anger, um, there was a company I was working for, a big company. I won't say the name. And they had a, a, a dispatch office in uh, in a town, a little town in Oklahoma. And that's where we'd go pick up our loads. And they would send you wherever, throughout Texas, Louisiana. And uh, there was a guy that had left there. He was, he was really angry. He had been with the company for a while, but I mean angry. You ever seen somebody like so angry? Just, I mean, you ain't ever seen somebody so mad. I mean, <laughs> well, anyway, he comes in and he gets his, he gets his uh, dispatch, and they would give you a big, like, uh, manila envelope with all the paperwork, your DOLs and everything, and it had the trailer number you're supposed to pick up and all that. And this guy, he's in there, he's cussing, and he's stomping, and he's yelling, and he's mad. He's not getting the dispatch he wanted. And I mean, he is firing mad. And they knew he was mad. And we, we have cameras in the truck. The cameras then um, would look at the driver and look forward down the road, what's in front of the driver. But they would have the one looking at the driver. And they have audio. So it, it would record your audio, everything. So they knew this guy is angry. He gets in his truck, gets his trailer. He takes the load. And he's going in route. And they see him later. They pick. They 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 see the video. They see him 
cussing, swearing. I mean, everything is so bad. And the guy pulls into a rest area. He pulls into a rest area. Now, this is the story they're telling me. But uh, um, anyway, he gets to the rest area. And he gets out to go to the restroom out of the truck. And as he gets to the back of the trailer, he starts walking up to the the little rest area facility, you know, bathrooms, vending machines, whatever. And he turns around, his truck's rolling. It's on an incline. It rolls into a ditch, and the whole thing turns over. Loaded trailer, tractor, everything laid down on its side. (laughs) So with all this anger, he forgot to set the brakes. I mean, he just forgot to set the brakes. And uh, then he gets to make the phone call, you know, the wonderful phone call. The dispatch. And safety. Oh, you're going to call some people. Oh, you're going to call a few. (laughs) Yeah. (coughs) Excuse me. But but, uh, he had some explaining to do. So um, anyway, I could only imagine what that phone call is like. I've had to make some safety phone calls, and and, um, I'm sure you have. Too, ben, but uh, sure have yeah but to uh know that uh you have already been so angry cussing screaming griping complaining and now you've laid your truck over <laughs> because you didn't set the brake like an amateur <clears throat> yeah 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 they're like hey man i got some news for you i uh the truck just kind of rolled over you did what? <laughs> yeah, it's rolled over. I went, I got out of the truck. I, I had to go to the bathroom, man. And man, I guess I didn't set the brake, man. And uh, and the truck's like rolled over. You're going to need to send a record, maybe two. Because uh, <laughs> and it, it may have caused some damage to other parts of the truck. But I don't know. Just a few. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's my trucker story of the day uh, uh, of the podcast. And uh, if you have anything else. Yeah, thank you, Ben. Thank you. Anyway, we've got some more. The Cheap Thought Podcast. Hold tight. It's going to get good. Hey, Brent. Yep. Have you ever tried a diet before? I have, yeah. How'd it go? I usually start off pretty well, but uh, yeah, staying, you know, as far as long term, I don't. Usually, diets usually fail. They usually don't really stick with anything. So, usually, a diet is like you want quick results and you're willing to sacrifice a little bit of your time and energy to accomplish. To get to either meet your goal or get as close to that goal as possible. Then afterwards, it ends up, mm, priorities shift a little bit. It's more important to, let's say, eat that family dinner with the family, with all the fixings. But in reality, it's, okay, as fathers, as men, we want to, we want to, be our younger selves with that higher metabolism. But in life, we like to enjoy. We've worked hard. We 
we're tired. We want to just get good food. And we tend to, like, should I eat? A good example is if you go to a buffet. What are some typical foods that you would put on the on your plate at a buffet? I like the variety of vegetables, but... Um... <clears throat> so if I take you right now to the best buffet we have in town in Corpus Christi, Texas. Yeah, yeah. Which I believe is the... Um, hibachi. The hibachi, yep, over there. Yeah. We've talked about stables. Yeah. yeah. I agree. I think most people would say that's the best Yeah, I think buffet. most people would. Yeah. The rest... I'm, I'm not big on buffets, but if you want to go buffet for a good price... Not the best. Like, my favorite buffet I've, I've ever been to would be the Mandarin in Toronto, Canada. I don't know if they have branches out here in the States, but I went to a few different ones in Toronto, and that was, to me, that was the supreme buffet restaurant. Was the menu in Mandarin? No, it was not in Mandarin. (laughs) Honestly, I don't remember. It's been so long. But I just remember, like, I've been to a lot of, like, Golden Corrals and a lot of other buffets, but by far... I, I still sticks in my memory how great that buffet was. It was, and I still haven't seen anything as good as that buffet or tasted as good. Just the variety they had, how everything. But that does remind me of this buffet in uh, Nashville, Tennessee. So it's about a mile away from uh, Elvis's um, Graceland. Graceland. And they had two sections in that buffet. One side, and somehow this will relate to what I'm talking about, but on one side was all soul food, and the other side was all Asian food. That Mm. was really, really, really good. That sounds delicious. Southern food, and you had Asian food, and none of it tasted bad. So we're talking about a weight-gaining diet. That was definitely a (laughs) weight-gaining diet. That was bulking season 101 right there. You want to bulk? Head over there. Do I remember the name of it? No, but it just still lasts my memory. I know I could find it if I was looking for it again. Mm-hmm. And they were the owners were so uh, they came over and they're like, there was like I had my bobtail um, from the company that I worked for there, and uh, so already I stuck out like a sore thumb, and then just me being there stuck out like a sore thumb, but I didn't care. The food there was. Second and on. It was awesome. Okay, so that was a little buffet there. But as far as a big buffet was the Mandarin in Toronto. Mm-hmm. And then down here, I'm like, it's the best we have here. The best we have. It, I mean, it's not the best I've ever been to. No. But you had a variety. Most of it's eh, pretty good. And they have the hibachi cook. Yeah. And like for the you, most you put part, all the stuff on the plate. The veggies, the sauce, and then they cook it up for you. Yeah. But only on the weekends can you get the the pork ribs. Oh. And so the price is a little higher. So I'm sure the price is a little bit. I don't, to be honest with you, I really don't pay attention to prices. Oh. When I go eat, oh. I just want to eat what I want to eat. And then oh. I worry about the bill. Well, oh, I don't sure. even worry about the bill. I just cry later when I see the bill. <laughs> I'm gonna do a money segment here in a minute. You're gonna you make concerned, you're right. more concerned. Or no, you'll probably concern. tell me like, why are you always paying fifteen to twenty percent on tips? Like, what's the matter with you? No, I don't mind tipping. I like tipping, but I mean, I'm, I'm just saying, you know, 
price of things. But that place, for the quality of food and uh, the price, I think it's nice. So if really I good. was to take you there, what, other than the vegetables that you would like to eat, what mm. else would I typically find on your plate? Um, fried stuff, because I like, I'm going to have some egg rolls. Um, even the sweet and sour, like, it's not sweet and sour unless you put the sauce on there. But I like the little uh, fried chicken tender things. The, those are pretty good. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you call it, but it would Tasty. make it. Yeah. Sweet and sour chicken. And, and, and if I find, if I, find uh, I think they usually have some kind of a roast roast or something. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Yeah. Tender. Tasty. I like some of the fish, the shrimp or something. Yeah, it's good. Now, I would say that would be a typical American diet. Yeah. You see it, you eat it. It's the a bean, seafood. The bean, bean sprouts. Are... <laughs> a yep. few of those. Yeah. I, I like to taste about at least about 10 things if I'm going to a buffet. I always get the green beans there. The green beans. Yeah, yeah I always get the green beans. And also, I always get a soup. So, I like to get the... Um, where they have the, the dim sum soup, but I don't put the dim sums in it. I just get the soup, the broth, and then I get the bowl, and then I put a few uh, the green chives on top and a few things to put in there to for crunchiness on what, top. What, what is that called? The uh, Not the wonton soup? No, I usually – it could be. Or miso soup? Um, I've tried that. I don't think it's that much. sweet and sour. They have the sweet and sour. It's, it's all American Chinese. It's, that's the problem with Chinese in, in America. It's all American Chinese food. Yeah. It's not what you're going to find in, in China. I've never been to China, but from what I've heard. The same way with the Tex-Mex. Yeah, that's not Mexican food. Definitely no, American. No, no because I, I've been around Mexico. They put cheese on everything in Tex-Mex. It's just pretty much cheese, cheese, cheese. In Mexico, no cheese. Usually not. And if it's if they do put cheese, it's queso fresco. Yeah. So it's that white, delicious. It's very good. Oh, it's so fresh. It's yeah. so tasty. And that's the funny thing is, is living here in Texas and then going into Mexico and the food. The food is so much better in Mexico. I don't care where you go. Well, you're getting real Mexican food in Mexico. I get some real Mexican <laughs> food in Mexico. Who would have thought? And it's really, really good. Yeah. And because we have American dollars, it's so, so cheap. <laughs> yeah. So it's nice. But uh, if you eat out all the time, you got to be really cautious what you eat. Because it's true what they say, calorie, calories in, calories out. So if you keep on eating fried food, you might be a little overweight. Mm-hmm. Are you a little overweight? Mm, at the moment, yeah. So our cha- are we going to talk about the challenge now? Ch- later? Challenge? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are we going to tie that in in the end, or did we already talk about do you, it? Do we have a challenge? You have a challenge. Yeah, but this is still the segment. It's not the challenge. Though. Well, I mean, we can save it. Do you want to talk about it? Let's save it until after this. <laughs> All right. That's this called is a, a gateway. That's called a tease. It, it is a little tease. <laughs> that's called a tease. So if uh, we go to a buffet, automatically you already know you're going to be overeating. Because you want to get your money's worth. You see all this delicious food there. You're going to pick up the fried food that you typically don't make at home. You're going to get a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Like, ah, let's see how there's a 
And then also those wontons with the cheese in the middle of them. Oh, the cream ah, cheese. Oh, yeah. So tasty. And then just yeah. everything else. That's one of the best diets I've heard before. It's called the push away. The push away? Yeah. Push away from the buffet. Push away from the buffet. Yeah. <laughs> so those are people that their diet is just to stay away from the buffet. Yeah. Or is their diet actually like after they eat, they push away? Yeah, because, it, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, do you remember? I don't know if they have these anymore. Um, maybe in some of the bigger cities. They had a uh, Mexican place called Ponchos. I've heard of it. I've seen it like uh, a couple places. Mm-hmm. But I know they used to have one here in Corpus and they don't anymore. So you would have a flag on your table. You would go up, you would order, you'd have a flag on your table. So whatever you ordered, it was it was um, whatever you could keep getting that over and over till you had enough. And so if you wanted more, and you're done, they had your ticket or whatever. You just raised the flag; they brought you more of what you had ordered. The same thing. So maybe I need to actually go to Poncho's one day when I'm on. I don't know if they exist anymore. That's what I'm saying. Well, from my understanding, because one of my friends is a he's a big Poncho's fan. Like, he'll go travel just to go eat there and then come back. And I really? forget. Yeah. The food to me is not that great, but, I mean, it's all right. That's what he told me, too. He was like, you're not going to want to go go with me to go. He was like, it's not going to be worth it to you. But he was like, since he has, he grew up on it as a child, he has those fond yeah. early memories of it. So that's it's a special ambiance. Yeah, he, he likes that. So <laughs> he'll go just for that, for the nostalgia. The nostalgia. Yeah. Uh, his childhood. Personally, I haven't been there. I, I'd like to try just to say that I've tried it and that I, I've had that experience. But that actually kind of reminded me of going to a Brazilian steakhouse. Mm. Like one of my favorites. And then there's quite a few. Like there's the Brazil to, to Texas. And then you have the, the my flagship, which would be like Fogo de Chao. And Fogo de Chao? Yeah, Fogo de Chao. Fogo de Chao. And so the nearest one to us right now is in San Antonio, Texas. And so what you do there is you have a, a little coaster. On one side, it's red. On the other side, it's green. And so what they do is if it's on, they and they have a little uh, salad bar. And when I say salad bar, it's not your typical salad bar. It's pretty high end. It's pretty good stuff. I mean, they have lobster towel on there or lobster legs and a whole lot of different uh, cheeses and a whole lot of other things in there. Really good stuff. And uh, also, so going back to the coaster, so if you have it on green, they just keep on bringing you out meat. So you have people that walk around on the meat on pretty much a uh, stick and then they'll carve um, whatever meat they have and they pretty much have medium, medium rare uh, medium and well done and whatever you ask for they'll carve it off and they'll give it to you and so it's you can eat as much as you want and I love it because I always go for like uh, my favorite types of meat so you get the ribeye or sure. the top sirloin or whatever they have the filet mignon or what's your what's your favorite just any favorite restaurant in Corpus Christi Oh, in Corpus Christi? Just Corpus Christi. Well, I'm a meat and potatoes fan. Mm-hmm. Even though I love Indian food, I love Mexican food, I, I love mm-hmm. uh, Asian Chinese, food. Chinese, Italian. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I love 
Filipino food, Thai Ooh, food, cool. Vietnamese food. I love, I love it all. I, I love just water burger out of all places. Yeah. Like just getting a uh, burger and, yeah. and onion rings and a milkshake. Mm-hmm. You can't go wrong. No, <laughs> I'm a fat boy at heart. What can I say? <laughs> but uh, so I don't discriminate. I like all food. Yeah. But if I had to, okay, so if I had to choose on my birthday, I'll say, um, I don't want to plug a special restaurant or nothing, but I'll go to Longhorn Steakhouse. Really? Yeah, because I love steak. Okay. Like, if I if I cook at home, love to get and on the... Nico's is pretty good. Nico's is all right. Pretty good, yeah. I mean, we have our chains. Yeah. Because you have the salt grass. You have and uh, they're good. Out, Outback Steakhouse. And they're Outback. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think those depend, and, and like many chains, like the location, the management, and, and all that, uh, you know, because I've been to some Outbacks really, really good, and then some that uh, are not so good. I, I, I'm not going to comment on the one we have here in, in Corpus. I've only been there once, and it may have been for lunch, so I, I really don't know. My wife and I, we stay away from chain. Usually, we, we like we like Monpar or, or you know local restaurants. But then again, the Texas Roadhouse has always has been a favorite of mine for so many decades. That's great, yeah. And no matter where I go in the country and I hit them up, I'm always content. I'm always happy. That's good. You but do, you, in town in Corpus Christi, if I had to choose, I love steak. You go to the Longhorn. I go to Longhorn. The Roadhouse, you get to throw them peanut shells on the floor, and I think that's good. I like that. You eat the peanut? Yeah. I, I, I've spent so much. I remember back in uh, back in the day, I'd fill myself up on peanuts and the bread. So, And the, the butter they have had that cinnamon butter to it. Uh-huh. Was it cinnamon honey butter, or was it just mm, cinnamon yeah, butter? Yeah, maybe cinnamon honey. It yeah. Good. And then I'd just I'd eat the bread and eat mm-hmm. the peanuts. And then I'd eat my salad or whatever. Um, and then that way I would try to fill myself up be- so I could take some steak home afterwards. And uh, it was great. I always loved it. But ever since they had the Longhorn here, it's a little bit closer to the house. Yeah. And there's usually not as long of lines. Sometimes there are. Have you been to the Cheesecake Factory here? Not in town. Up? San Antonio I went to a few times. Or yeah, more I, than been, a few times. I've been times. to one in Houston and uh, maybe another one somewhere else. But, uh, yeah, that – that I'm, I'm just not a big fan. I like cheesecake. But like you said, I mean, uh, but you can drop a few pounds here. Uh, I mean, you didn't just come out and say that, but uh, – Anyway, cheesecake is so good. Yeah, but uh, for many years, I didn't care about aesthetics. Like, I just ate. I worked hard, and uh, then I would eat. If you burn it off. Yeah. I'd probably burn most, most of it off. But then I ended up gaining weight. I think the heaviest I've ever been was 227 pounds. Really? Yeah. So And then at that point, I was just like, I actually weighed myself. And I was like, Ooh, I think I want to, this is, uh, on my, after my first divorce, I actually started paying attention to those things. I was just like, yeah. All right. I was going through divorce. I put my feet on the, on the the scale. Get remarried. So yeah. So I I weighed myself (laughs) and I'm like, you know what? I probably look a little bit better. And, uh, 
prior to that, I didn't exercise. Like, well, I probably did lightly, but not so seriously. Like, I didn't have a, I didn't go to a gym or anything like that at that time. No. This is many years ago. This is like eight years ago. We're gonna keep plugging our city. I mean, we uh, Ben and I have a lot to talk about. To, and it does that. That means something about the time. Anyway, um, we're gonna keep plugging Corpus Christi. We love it here. The the restaurants, some of the scenery. If you get a chance, you're not from Corpus Christi, come down and visit us. Definitely. Maybe, maybe you'll see us in town. Cheap so, Thought Podcast. And so after that, I started um, looking at, are these cues that you want me to stop talking? I don't know if they can hear that. No, that's um, it's a pop-up advertisement. Oh, pop-up ad. Yeah. You can never it's get really- away from those, can you? Is reminding us to um, to plug the show. Oh, so if you're interested in in advertising with the Cheap Thought Podcast, shoot us an email: cheapthought2023 at gmail. There you go. Dot com. Yes, sir. Definitely. Definitely yeah. open to different uh, curies for sure. We'd like to know more about your business, and uh, if you listen to us, um, hey. Uh, we want to say some good things about you. And we could plug more than just Corpus Christi. Yes. <laughs> so uh, so from there, um, I started going on a journey of losing weight and exercising. So I looked at, min- I started trying different diets. I started going online, started listening to podcasts. And I was like, all right. What do I need? What what would be the easiest thing? One of the first things I was like, okay, I need to start cutting out chips because I knew I'd eat chips every day while I'm while I'm working. I love, and I love chips, especially potato chips, corn chips, all of them. Oh, yeah. I don't discriminate when it comes to chips. chips. I see those veggie chips a lot. Though. My kids loved them when they were young. They won't eat them now. I don't buy them anymore, and they don't ask for them, so I'm not going to try. But they're healthier for you, right? I guess they are. They don't taste the same. They say they're healthier, but are they really? Yeah, I don't know. That's what. Yeah. And then another thing is I drink soda, like like water. So one of the first things I started doing was I replaced drinking soda with water. So I'd bring a gallon of water with me, and I would drink that. And then I didn't cut out soda completely. What I said is, what's my favorite soda? Not fountain sodas, not a bo- not like canned soda. Or plastic bottle, but those glass bottles of Mexican Coke. Those are my favorite. So I was like, at the end of every day at my last store that I delivered to or wherever I was at, I was like, I'm going to just drink one Coke on the way back to the yard. As like, hey, the day's done. I can enjoy this Coke while I'm I'm headed. It's already been a four, like 12 or 14 hour day. And I was like, you know what? I'll just drink this. So I just made little changes. That cutting back makes it more enjoyable when you do have it too Mm -hmm. and so instead of drinking it all day long now i got a better quality soda so i wasn't drinking fountain soda i was drinking the the mexican coke bottle the the glass glass bottle bottle. so i was drinking that on the way home on the way back to the yard i was like i made it for the day i did pretty good i didn't uh so i was still eating the same but I was drinking water all day, and I was cutting out the chips. So I, I was, uh, so I replaced that with uh, Planters uh, mixed nuts. So I was eating nuts when I had that craving to instead eat. Instead of potato chips. So instead of eating uh, 
like um, instead of eating Doritos or Cheetos or potato chips, and my potato chips have Nuts choice are at the time. Nuts are high in fat, man. What? It's, they're high in fat. What Nuts. is? The nuts? Nuts. Yeah. yeah, but it was just a simple change. It probably didn't do me any good, but I was just thinking no. it probably had a little I, bit more nutrients. I think it, in I, it. I, I do that. I take almonds or walnuts to, yeah. to work. And I usually take for my lunch. Or Now, what kind? Are they salted, unsalted? Or are they light, flavored? Light salted or something. I don't do, but I, I mean, I, I, like, I like that with some berries and carrot sticks occasionally. The carrot sticks. And that's my healthy food. I usually like a multigrain bread, if not a wheat bread, for a sandwich. But I have those chips in there as well because they are such a delightful snack. Yeah. Everything in moderation is okay. But at that time, I didn't have moderation. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to start making changes. And so I was like, I was going to make little changes that would make an impact. And that did. Just doing that, I didn't start exercising. I didn't start working out on a regular basis. I just started making little changes. Like, I'm going to do this, and then eventually I'm going to cut out soda. And uh, and I gave myself a time frame. So at that time, I think it was like four months. I was like, that way I can already st- start changing some habits, and then in four months or so, I'm going to make another change. So I knew – so I – kind of mentally prepared myself because I didn't want to just go on a crash diet, like just start changing everything and not be able to, and just fail it. Cause I've already heard too many horror stories of people doing that. So I systematically decided this is what I'm going to do. And so I really didn't even keep track of my weight. It was all about, I'm going to just make simple changes and see how I do. And already I started feeling better when I was drinking more water and, water. and a lot less soda. And because at my time, I was like, eh, you know, fountain sodas, there's plenty of water in there. <laughs> but, uh, but and I you started get the caffeine. Yeah. I, I always do the dive ones, but I mean, if you're doing the sugar, I don't know how people do it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I started drinking, um, I'm 50, so I started drinking diet probably about 28. And I, I, I never went back to the sugar. The only thing I have sugar with is coffee and, um, if I'm drinking orange juice or apple juice or something, which is yeah, I, want to, I want to cut you off right there and talk about that. I don't understand why people put sugar or cream and coffee. Like personally, I'm not a coffee drinker, mm-hmm. but at one time, a little bit later in the story, when I actually did go on a diet, it was, um, I tried it and it was drinking coffee for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And so, and I didn't like coffee, but it was three weeks of doing that with mm-hmm. like, very little calories of food, but nutritious food nonetheless. And I was trying to get shredded. Um, this is while I was exercising. But I found that I did better drinking coffee black than actually drinking with cream and sugar. So they were like, at the time, years ago, they were like, oh, put coconut oil in there or butter in there. So you have fats in there. So it's just sustain it. To me, I didn't like it as I didn't. I didn't really like the taste of that either. I'd rather just drink it black and just leave it. I, I can do the powdered cream. I like a half and half. And my favorite type of sugar is the sugar in the raw. It's not the the pure cane, but it's a little bit different. Um, to me, it gives it a better taste. But I can do it without the sugar. I do like adding the cream. And one of the reasons I do that, and I heard this a long time ago with that. I, I mean, something that 
that I've I've known um, is that building increasing your acidic levels in your blood, and so if you're drinking a lot of coffee, if you or or you know acid drinks, cokes or whatever, the cream lowers the acid level, so your your blood's not increasing. And and the thing is about when you have higher acid levels in your blood, you produce more uh, free radicals, carbon um, based particles and so that can uh well not carbon based but but um it makes your body more more um conducive to cancer Hmm. it does help with your it can help the acid does help with your like uh eliminating plaque or stuff in in your blood saying is if you take cream that might reduce cancer yeah, um, so higher, and higher cream is fat. So you're saying if the more fat you eat, the less cancer you're gonna no, have. No, 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 not not the fat. Now it's the calcium because you build so calcium. So if you strong, take more stronger calcium. calcium, reduces the acid in your blood. You have a stronger blood, um, and that reduces your your uh, uh, likelihood of being cancer. If you'll notice, it's people that put cream in their coffee are less likely have cancer they've, they've done studies with that interesting i'm not aware of those studies by the way yeah so i um i find that, it very people that are are lactose intolerant are more <laughs> likely to get cancer because they won't drink milk they can't have those things the people they get a steady diet of, uh, of calcium this is what i've heard that's why i'm always concerned like we, we i'm always have those questions i was telling you before about nutrition and absorbency you know mm-hmm. because you know, I was talking to you the other day, so you go to the restroom, and you know you're taking your multivitamins and stuff because your know, urine's darker. And I'm not getting into, but but they've done other studies with those vitamins in the past that never did anyone any good. You know. Well, and a lot of doctors that I've talked to, a lot of them throw, they don't take nutrition serious at all, and then they well, think of all that is like, yeah, and they're like. Mm. <laughs> I don't know if it's self-preservation or if they're just like, eh, that's hogwash. Um, I do believe there's something there to it. Uh, I believe there's a lot of good information, a lot of bad information going out there. Um, I do know that I've seen studies that most people in general are lactose intolerant and they're not even aware because of all the inflammation in their body that even though they're consuming um like calcium, like drinking uh, milk and ice cream and stuff, dairy products, they don't even know that it's inflaming their bodies because their body's already inflamed because they're already, they're not healthy as it is. And once they start getting healthy, then they realize that they actually have an issue with it. And so that's why I'm, that study is really concerned to me because I'm like, "Mm, how true is that? Because most humans around the world are lactose intolerant. The, the problem is, is most people are unhealthy. But they, they have to become lactose intolerant because you can't be born lactose intolerant. Most people are. There's only, genetically, there's only a small percentage of humans well, that are. we have to have milk when we're babies have some right. form of milk. Right. But most people aren't getting uh, women's breast milk. Most people are getting it from animals. Or a. Uh, uh, and after of age where they don't need that. No, don't get me wrong. I'm okay with it. And so when I've looked into this in the past and I'm 
by no means have I've looked this up recently. This is years ago going up. So I might be wrong in the, and the research and the science have probably already changed maybe since I've looked into this. So by no means don't look at me as an expert. Well, an I expert. mean, we're a couple of truck drivers. We're just drivers. <laughs> and what I tell everybody is like, what do I know? I'm just a driver. Yeah. But uh, I like to try to stay informed. So that's interesting that I've been, I haven't heard of that, and it's definitely something I, I want to look into. Um, well, I say recently, in the past few years, there's a, there was a um, study about nutrition from 100 years. Because really, in the, in the past maybe 60 years, people started thinking about nutrition. I mean, if you're hungry, you're just thinking about food. And if, if times are tough, you know, you're just thinking about what can I eat? What yeah. am I going to find to eat? But people that were lactose tolerant, say, 500 years ago, they had a, uh, a lo- uh, more longevity because they could get that protein. It's a different protein source that they could uh, absorb and ingest in their body where that's, I mean, as long as you have more options for food. But then, protein isn't a source for longevity. It is if, you, if you're starving to death. <laughs> 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 That's a that's a whole longevity and uh, just surviving are two different things. And well, if, if, yeah. and by all means, I'm pro protein. What, what 100%. I'm saying, what I'm saying is that 500 years ago, the varieties, the options that you had for for food are not like today. Obviously. Correct. In fact, probably people 500 years ago probably ate a lot less protein than we do today. Yeah. So if they. Um, but cancer is far greater today than it was 500 years ago. But the people that were lactose intolerant, they would try to eat the cheese or something, and they would end up sick. They would end up, uh, you know, being dehydrated. Having... Well, refrigeration is only, what, 200 years ago or less? Yeah, less. So people weren't, like, didn't have that uh availability around the world like what we do today sure sure or let alone the processed milk and the processed cheese because to me drinking milk today is not like what we should be a lot of hormones uh, that we don't need yeah well not only that but just because it has to be um going through that process of uh what do they call it um when milk is uh uh Pasteurized. pasteurized yeah i don't think you're getting milk after that i think you're uh, getting um, pasteurized is just boiling yeah you're just heating it up to a you're just getting flavored water now because they boiled the nutrients out yeah well, and they, then they, they add they it just, back in they just hit it they just heated it up to a certain level to kill the bacteria and, and which ha- which makes me upset with the government because they don't want you to get milk from the amish the homogenized or the farmers that or is raw milk which is so much healthier for me homogenizing it's just removing the cream, taking the cream, mm-hmm. reducing the fat. You think that's bad? Yeah, I think fat is good. Okay. I think you get that'll a lot. Be, that'll be a good discussion. I think it's a lot better for your brain because your brain uses, it goes to the the barrier there for nutrition for your brain. I think fat is so much healthier than, than a lot of other things. I feel like protein is really good for you as well. And... uh I think fruits are very good for you too. And then I've been listening to experts talk about how vegetables, even though they are good, but they're not as healthier for you than you think they are. 
And so, and there's a lot of debate there because I listen to experts on both fields where they talk about how um, plants, like how vegetables are, if it's like a, a fruit, you know, they're meant to be consumed. But if you're eating the plant itself, then it's not so much for you. There's actually, I forget the, the term they use, but uh, it's, it's like a, they don't want other animals or insects to actually eat them. So when you eat it, it actually, they say it's very low. So our body, it doesn't, it doesn't affect us or it's good for us because it's telling us, uh, don't eat it, but it's just, it's very minute. I hear now they're genetically changing, uh, changing food as well. I'm That's... sure Monsanto's is all about that. <laughs> changing food. Changing food. Yeah, Monsanto's, he doesn't want. Then what do you call an angry carrot? What do you call an angry carrot? A steamed veggie. <laughs> it's the Cheap Thought Podcast. Hey, Brent. Yep. Since we're on the Cheap Thought Podcast, yep. I figured I'd ask you a question here in our little city, Corpus Christi, Texas. It's our money segment. Yeah. And, uh, oh, since it's our money segment, I got a very good question that okay. really applies to me. So, I keep on hearing online about a lot of different things, especially about how inflation is going up. Because I see it in the, in the gas and the food. How is that really going to affect me? How is my money or how am I going to be really affected by this inflation? Because like, I'm just a, a typical middle class individual, lower middle class individual. Well, if, I mean, there's always going to be a job to do. We have our jobs, but... Does the company, the companies we work for, increase our pay to, you know, supplement the difference in the cost of things? Definitely not. Just by pennies. Yeah. So I mean, it's like we're getting a pay cut. Yeah, we're getting a pay raise, but it's really a pay cut. Well, yeah, because it does not increase. Even if we get a pay raise, it's not going to be enough. To... It's never enough. Never enough, anyway, right? Yeah. Well, um, with that. Um, next week, next week we're going to be, uh, or in a few weeks we'll be learning about if the debt ceiling with the government, if they're going to increase that so they don't default on. I don't think they've never increased it. Not since I've been alive. They've always pushed it back. Terrible. And that's going to cause more drive inflation even higher. And then, um. If things get really bad, they're already putting in a digital currency. Just totally change our currency. You think that would be good, though? You know, Mexico changed the peso, um, I guess, about 12 years ago. Uh, that's what I'm thinking. So they went dollar for dollar with the U.S., or two to one. Now they're at 20, 20 to one on the, the peso to the dollar, something like that. It's always been 18 to 20 cents difference. What's that? The it's like uh, I know the the rates when you drive down to the border. Yeah, there it's always like uh, what is it like eighteen cents to the dollar or twenty cents to the dollar or something like that. 
the exchange rates. 20 cents to the peso. Yeah. No, no, no. Five cents. Like five cents that gives you a one Mexican peso. Yeah. Like 20 peso. No. Something like that. Sometimes it's like 18. So you give $1, you get like $20, 20 pesos. Something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if things got really crazy with inflation, then they're just going to have to like do a whole currency sys change. And then, boy, the adjustment for that, a digital currency. Now, and then monitoring everything that we do with it. I do got a question. If Mexico does join BRICS because they already did apply, oh, how yeah. is that going to affect the, the peso? If they get uh, accepted into the BRICS, well, the, the currency is a little different. So they will, they the BRICS will have their own currency because what they did trade in was U.S. dollars. So they will be trading in their own currency. What Mexico does with their currency, like if they do what China's doing, in which they go into a gold standard, is what they claim. Then mm-hmm. Mexico would need to acquire a bunch of gold. But if they stay in the silver, on the petro uh, standard. Out of the petro But if currency. they apply for the BRICS, then that means they're going to get off the petro. But they will be on a different petro dollar. They'll be on the BRICS petro. Yeah. And so it, it would give them a possibility, depending on their trading. But, I mean, you, you have such a mixture of rules and countries. The U.S. had set the rules for gold, or for, gold for oil trading for uh, since 1970s. So do you think it will increase or it, it won't decrease it? So it'll probably increase the the value of the uh, of the the peso if they join it, the BRICS. It, it could stay steady, but well, here's what I see because we, there's there's tension. And I mean, what do I know from a truck driver that drives down listening to news <laughs> broadcast? But from what I I see is that the U.S. dollar is always going. It, it's it has its value because of the economy we have and the power, but the government continues to reduce the power in that. It's and uh, when they take those other countries don't use the U.S. dollar to trade oil. It's going to reduce our power in world world power. But still, the U.S. dollar and the U.S. economy, the rest of the world, depends on that, and they know that. And they don't like that. They don't like, hey, I want to, I want to be able to uh, trade energy on on our terms with whoever I want. Mm-hmm. And so, there's no interference of the rules, or I have to go get your currency to trade something because that's the way it's traded. It changes the whole name of the game and it leaves the U S out, which just leaves us in a vulnerable position for what we're going to do because we spend way, way more than we make. And if we're spending more than we make, um, that's not good news. And but doesn't um, the U S dollar pretty much work on a debt versus we're, we're on debt. Yeah. Thirty-one trillion dollar deficit, and it's going to be more. Twenty twenty-three. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. So, with that and high inflation and possibly businesses going out of business, um, we're we're into seeing uh, some very huge changes this year, twenty twenty-three, and through twenty twenty-four and twenty twenty-five. Now, by the time we get, I think, to twenty twenty-five, it's probably going to get about as bad as it can. If we don't, if there's not a world war start, usually when the world gets in trouble that way, economic wise, uh, a war breaks out. So, 
Let's, let's think on a positive because I really hope that we don't go to, we don't need more war, I especially know. world war. No, I, I agree. Um, but uh, you know, if you can't, a lot of a lot of other countries own the U.S. debt, and if the economy collapses in the United States and they can't collect that, well, they they want to try to get get it somehow. <laughs> you know, so. Somebody owes you some money, you know. You you're you're like, well, you know, um, you have a nice uh, set of silverware there. It's kind of tough when the United States is the worldwide police with uh, how many is it? Like 144 bases around the world. It is. Uh, it's. Uh, I could be off by that number, by the way. Yeah, but it's yeah. I mean, like yeah, you're, you're right. I don't. I don't think we should be that heavy into those things i think we are going to see some tough times ahead and i mean hey just knowing about it and preparing uh for it i I spoke about that in the last podcast and hey uh there's a lot of changes happening and they're happening fast they're happening faster than most people imagine and uh, being aware of those i think uh i heard a statistic the other day that 70 percent of americans think our economy is in trouble 70 percent. now what to do about it hopefully we're going to be researching and laying out some things on this podcast as we, we do this, and we're going to be learning ourselves on how to handle it, Ben. So, I mean, I, that's just, you know, maybe this is a way that we could share some some things that are good uh, for, for others and the troubles and the times, how you're going to handle You know, a lot of people could be unemployed. A lot of people um, are going to have to downsize. They're going to have to sell. They're going to have to move into smaller houses and, we may see homeless population go up really high, which is, that's sad, you know, really sad. There will be some others that will be rich, make a lot of money. So, I mean, you're always going to have rich and you're always going to have poor. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, I mean, uh, some people may think it's not going to be as bad as, as uh, others. But, um, you know, that's... Uh, that's what we'll have to. But the nice thing is, it. is the things that we learn and that we do, we can actually best put ourselves in the best positions possible. Because I know you always looking at the, the um, trading stocks on improving things. I know for me, I look at what are things I can do at home to like building a backyard um, garden and dry foods that I can store for a little bit so I can start cooking more versus going out to eat. And when we were talking about that earlier and, and, and yeah, we'd like to eat out to eat, go out to eat. I, we don't that often, uh, but I, no matter how often you go, it's probably going to be, you're going to have to cut back a little bit. <laughs> well, I know I've been practicing making my tortillas and, uh, homemade tortilla, homemade tortillas. It's good. Really? Yeah. And then also one thing I bought in the mail on Amazon was I haven't tried it yet, but it's a, one of those hand cranked for a pasta maker. So mm-hmm. I make the dough and then I put the pasta through there so I can make my own pasta. Now, have, it, have I even opened the box? No. I just put it away and my wife got mad at me because that's something I don't eat every day. No. But for like uh, Valentine's Day and stuff like that, those are like, hey, 
What are we gonna do for that? We're gonna go eat some Italiano. We're gonna be eating some pasta. Yeah, enjoy yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna enjoy this. We're gonna splurge a little bit. Yeah. Now, how often do I do that a year? Only a few times. So instead of going out to eat, I'd rather just make it myself. Yeah. I know a little bit of this, a little bit of that, but I'd, I'd rather make it myself than just buy that same old um, pasta, dry pasta from the from the grocery mart. Now right. I can work with that. I know how to do it properly. I boil it, make it al dente, cook it in the sauce, make it perfect. So I you're, can do you're that. You're gonna have too. to um, share that with me and and uh, people that listen to this podcast because. <laughs> That um, that is uh, something I'd like to learn. I love to cook myself, and it's all about the sauces too. So you just gotta know how to cook it right, and then just tie it on together. Another thing, I I love cooking all kinds of food. So don't get me wrong, that's just one thing which I don't do very often. But as long as you know how to do it, when you're in the mood for it, or if you just do it on the fly, it, it's something special. People enjoy it, and it's something. If I eat something want to make it good and that's the problem with going out to eat is most of the time when i do i know i can do it myself and sometimes i can do it a lot better than they do it because sometimes restaurants they don't care about their quality as much now i don't want to complain about that but i just hate paying really expensive prices for something where i'm like i could have got this a lot quicker and did it a lot better than they did it and so that kind of bums me out but if you're looking like you're on a budget, hey, guess what? Even if prices go up at the at the at the stores and the restaurants get really expensive, you can go on TikTok, you can go on YouTube, you can see how other people make it step by step. They'll teach you how to do it, and you can make it just as good, or if not better, than the restaurants in your own kitchen. And you can add and take away the things that you like. And then you could even try something new that you that they don't offer locally that you normally wouldn't try. And then you could try it and you're like, you know what? I really like this. Or you make it and you're like, you know what? Next time I'm going to leave out that one ingredient that's either overdoing it or I just don't like it all. Mm-hmm. And you can make it so you can realize like what you like. And it's so much cheaper to do it at home. Mm-hmm. And it's just a matter of cheaper. not. It's not about time because usually it's a lot like spend a lot less time just cooking at home but it's a lot cheaper if you just do it yourself beans and rice beans and rice if you need to survive yeah absolutely beans and rice oh well guess what so we've got our challenge coming up on the cheap thought podcast all righty brent hey we did our last challenge i think both of us kind of failed so this time you know what I was thinking one of us have to pass this challenge. So we're not going to have both of us fail this time. A one of us. Challenge? Yeah, we're going to make it a physical challenge this time. I really feel. Get closer to the mic, by the way. Okay. All right, here. Now I can hear you. All right. So for this challenge, for this week, I want to do a weight loss challenge. Weight loss. Mm-hmm. How much do you weigh, Brent? You're not a woman, so you, I know you can tell me. 228. 228. I weigh 115. Well, I wrote these down because we're going to, that way we're not going to, um, that we can't fudge this. That say, we can't oh, fudge I it. already said that. Yep. No, I got it right here. 
Rent you got it written down. Ben is two fifteen. Now this should be easier than me because you got a little bit more weight than I. Do. Why does that make it easy? Because got you got words. more to lose. I got what. <laughs> <laughs> I see your pot belly. Oh, I don't have a pot belly. That's a <laughs> four pack, almost a six pack. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're such a cute five pack right there, don't you? I look like George Clooney. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <Or is> that- <laughs> okay, the challenge of the week. Yes, Chris Farley. The oh, challenge of the week. Chris Farley, that's bad. <laughs> That's just right. kidding. No, no, you're not that You got to take this seriously. <laughs> you're 220. You but if you lose too much weight, ben, it's not healthy, right? No, that's not true. It's, it's not, better in for In one you. week? Yeah, that's fine. But what if I lose 20 pounds in a week? Lose 20 pounds in a week. Something's not right. No, it is. No. Just now, if you're, I'm not gonna if lose you're complete, well, you could. You never know. But as long as you're not dehydrated, you're okay. But water weight's a lot of weight. You, a lot, I, water weight is a lot of weight. But I don't think you're going to be dehydrating yourself just to lose more weight than me. You oh, could. I, I, I really don't know. I'm going to meet you. So, so the next time is about seven days, seven days, when we'll do this podcast and we're going to get these numbers. And then, Look, uh, I'm interested in how much I could actually lose in seven days. Yeah. This isn't a 24-hour. But it uh, starts like this moment. Bam. Right now. Right now. Okay. Right now. It's like... Right now. Right now. So what we're going to do is I'm going to lose. I'm going to see how much I can lose. You're going to see how much you can lose. And whoever loses more weight wins this challenge. So that we're going to have one winner and one loser. Is there any so, wagers? That's what I was going to get to oh, next. Oh, I haven't even heard oh, this yet. I know. We didn't even prepare this part. <laughs> I'm not prepared for what you're going right. to say. <laughs> so my question for you is I don't want it to be like, okay, I could lose weight. No skin off my back. I want to put some skin in the game. Skin in the game. So I'm not eating one of them pocket chips, buddy. I'm going to ask you, <laughs> what besides the pocket chip, <laughs> what is skin in the game to you? Mm. Now, so you, now this is definitely, oh, you could lie to me and be like, oh, this is this, and it really doesn't mean anything. What is skin in the game for you? I don't know. What is this where you're like, I do not want to lose because I don't, I don't because this is skin in the game, so I don't want to lose this, or I don't want to wash do each other's car. Wash each I other's car. I like my car clean. Yeah, my wife took my car the other day. She said, uh, "I'll wash it." Came home early. She didn't wash the car. Yeah, but a wash car is a wash car. Like if you're gonna wash, wash it, a car, vacuum. I, I want wipe you it to all down. wax it. I want you to buff yeah, it. Yeah, I've got the stuff. The yeah, whole nine. Oh, I make it look good. Yeah. Oh yeah, I've got the. You do it most of it my driveway, but if I have to take it down there to the And not only that, it's like you want detail. I want it detailed. You want like me to get the little Q tip things. I want you like to shampoo the the carpet. Oh. Like like the Man, whole night. Right, because you got kids and I know they're spilling McDonald's stuff. Oh like yeah, that. there's stains <laughs> in that car. Oh, yeah. I got an older car. I can't it, get it's, that. It's, it's like but it's gonna take challenge. some work. Now is that the skin in the game you want to put into it? I, I, what do you have? To me, it's usually, all right, cash is usually, okay, I can make more cash. So that's really, so that's why I was like, you know what? If you got to hand detail a vehicle, that means cleaning the the inside of the door and the. We and could do a cash wager. We could. Only $10. Well, but time. 
Ten but is ten dollars really anything to you? <laughs> ten dollars not really anything to you. Hey, it's uh like is that it's, like you're it's almost like, a, you it's, know what? After the first eight hours, you like the combo meal at Waterbury. Uh, I don't know because we're not gonna. There's a good chance we might see each other during the week, but there's a good chance we're not gonna see each other until the next a GNC gift seven card. days. GNC gift card. Yeah. All right. Now what are we talking about? I don't know. You put twenty on one. I put or twenty. I put twenty. So we got a forty dollar gift card. There's only one gift card, and the winner gets it. All right, but is twenty dollars enough skin in the game to try to beat me on this challenge, or for me to beat you on this well, challenge? Well, if, if if it gets very because uh, I see we'll have it again. We can do this another week, and then maybe double or nothing, or up the game, whatever. So pretty. Sh- so one of these days, I'm gonna get down to 150 pounds because I don't want to keep on losing. I don't want to lose. I want to want to win, win, win. I'm I'm very competitive. Yeah, yeah. So it doesn't. I know you got more weight to lose than me, no, so yeah, it should uh, be easier for yeah, you. So I could win. I could win everything. And twenty dollars, honestly, that's 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 not a big deal. Because dropping a hundred dollars on a meal for me for a family is not a big deal. Because uh, you know we're truck drivers. We yeah i just did that at a japanese restaurant like just two days ago or yesterday with the family like uh, to me that didn't even break my back so to me even putting a hundred dollars down isn't that big of a deal like and i know that sounds very like uh, braggatocious for most people but like that's not that big of a deal so what's a real big deal to you that you don't want to lose because twenty dollars to me is kind of like laughing I think if you actually had a hand wash and clean and vacuum the car, I think that would be more challenging than yeah, yeah. monetary. Okay, let's do the car. That's good. Because I like that idea because monetary, I don't think that's, to me, it's just like, okay. You have, well, you have two cars. And I have two, I do. and my wife and I have And two you cars. guys have two cars. Yeah, so, um, you know, you could pick and choose. Either one. She likes yeah, but the too. one. Our van is pretty much new. But that's a big van. And we keep it clean. That's a lot. Of, oh. But I, like I, I took it to the car wash. I, I, I got it washed because, you know, we we have the plant quick quack here. So we yeah. go through that. But then I go inside and I vacuum everything. And then I I uh, I wipe down the, the inside of the frames of the of oh, yeah. all the doors. That's, I do that. I keep yeah. it all nice oh, and clean. Yeah. Throw out all the trash and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So the van, even though... It wouldn't the be kids. a lot of work. So you want the other car. Clean. So the other car is the car. I like, you know, I, I do it, but I don't, it needs like a good scrubbing. Like I know I need a vac, like a shampoo. The no. I the like seats. my rims clean on my car. I, wanted, I, I was telling uh, my wife, I want the rims really shiny. And that's hard to get that because I bought some uh, different things. I'm going to try some different other products. If it's clean, but that could be a minute getting down there and getting yeah. all those little crevices. I want them shiny. Well, that's well. I don't go the extra mile in the van since it's a 2023 van, but so or it's 2022 uh, Odyssey. But what I do is I use the rag and I wipe inside the rim mm-hmm. to, to, after we wash it. Like I I wipe it down inside and get it all clean out. Yeah, because I like to keep them clean, but the the car I really don't. Because it's right. like we'll, we'll see who who loses next. That that'll be up for the next podcast. So we're gonna say one vehicle because I one I vehicle think, that's good because I don't think yeah. the van needs it. I do yeah. a pretty good. One job. one of ours will be dirty, and Andrew would like that. My wife. So yeah. Anyway, so um, yeah um, 
That sounds good. The Cheap Thought Podcast is another show been in the... In now, we're not going to compete with uh, other people as far as uh, challenges, as far as if Absolutely. we lose to them, we're not going to go clean some no. one of our listeners' vehicles. <laughs> not at this time. Maybe no, down the road. But, but if you are uh, listening and you are competing with us, we want to hear what you lose. And our email is cheapthought2023 at gmail.com. Send us your email. Let us know. Let us know about the challenge. Let us know what you think about the show. Let us know who you are. And hey. Uh, Let us know who you are, what was your starting weight, and what was your ending weight. Yes. If you gained or lost, like we're not going to look down on you. But if you're no. interested in trying, if you just thought about it, so even if you lost one pound or two pounds, hey, that's and good. Tell us what you did different because other people would like to know. We'll share that with exactly. uh and uh, we're going to share you with you guys too what yeah. we did. Yeah, and that's going to be good. And I think we can. I think so. We got a fist bump as a. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we we just got a fist bump, uh, ladies and gentlemen, for our agreement that we accepted these terms to this contract. Yes. That we wrote. Yes. Yeah. So Verbal contract. It's recorded, and we're going to put this in a cloud. So I mean, we, I mean, we can hold each other accountable. That's right. Exactly. All right, Ben. So I like the challenge. I think uh, just losing uh, some body weight, I think we're going to feel better, and hopefully we're going to keep on doing that as far as uh, just better health in general. Because if you think about it, you're going to even even though you if you just think about it, you're going to start making little changes to continue to for better health. Because if you're in better health, I think you can take care of other people if you take care of yourself first. It's I like agree. when you're in an airplane. And they're like, first put the mask on for yourself and then help somebody else. Because mm -hmm. you really need to take care of yourself if you want to take care of other people. And we only got one vessel. We only got one body in this life. Mm -hmm. And we got to take care of it. And if you take care of it, you can take care of other people better. Because if you, if you don't take care of yourself, it's harder to take care of other people. Mm -hmm. Endurance, energy in general. But we'll get back to you guys. I'll get definitely back to you. We have our numbers recorded. We're going to challenge ourselves and challenge others to maintain, to continue to be better. Thanks for listening to the Cheap Thought Podcast. Cheap Thought Podcast.